Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You currently locked in to two of the coldest brothers on the planet right now. This is the Porsche Podcast, and I'm your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo. And you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's going on, y'all? You heard my guy Bolo just said. It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And this is the porch. Bang. Welcome. What's good, Bolo, man? 2023, baby. How you feeling? 2023, we're here. Hey, I'm 10 toes. You Come know, on. hey, look, new year, fresh start, new goals, new reasons, new seasons, new levels, new devils. You know what I'm saying? What's up, brother? My boy out here is freestyling on the porch. He Easy. said, he said <laughs> new levels, new devils. <laughs> Easy. Easy. You yeah. know what I mean? Happy New Year, brother. What's the uh what's the sunny side of LA talking about? Man, it, it ain't been sunny. It's been raining out here, bro. LA damn near never rains, but the last like four or five days, the sun ain't been out. It's been like, you know, uh low 50s, which is cold for LA. It's been raining, but hey, God's still good, man. I ain't complaining, man. I'm glad to make it makes another year. That's it, brother. Absolutely. Hey, another hey, we got another banger on the porch. We starting off the year strong. It's only right. Yeah, man. Oh, you gotta right. you gotta listen. It's a new year, and, and we gotta come in here and start it off with a bang. Um, so we're going to get straight to it, man. My guy been patiently waiting, very excited to get this guy on. He's a boxer uh, from Detroit, undefeated. Yeah. You might know him as G-Baby, the one and only Gordy Russ II. Welcome to the porch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Y'all got me in here, man. Hey, what else is best to, you know, kick off y'all podcast with me as the first episode of 2023, you feel me? Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to kick off this uh this year right with, with a real bang for real with me on here, man. It's going to be a fun yeah. one, man. It's going to be fun. Hey, I like your energy already. You know I like his energy, Bolo. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm, you got to bring positive energy. When you bring positive energy, positive things come out of it. Mm. Let's go. Let's get it. This man pretty already dropping him. You know, usually we have a guest, everybody a little mm-hmm. nervous. You got to warm up and kind of slowly get there. My boy, Gord, my boy, G-Baby, said, hey, we straight uh, no, to it. It ain't, it ain't no warming up. It ain't no warm up with me. We straight in. We got to jump straight into the grease. You feel me? Basketball is back. And Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B L. E A V believe to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Now back to the porch. Hey, well let's well let's get straight to it then. You just had a you had a fight not too long ago. TKO. Uh, let's talk Friday. about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. It's it's I would say this, man. When you put in so much work for so long, man, it's like it don't even face when they call your name to come perform or anything mm. like that. Like, I didn't put in work since I was eight. 
since a kid. And this was like literally as a kid, like this was my dream, like to jump out there and you know perform the way how I perform, like shoot, knocking people out. Knockouts is what sells. It's the entertainment of boxing. You, if you look at all the people that's like successful in like boxing for real, like like Tank or, or uh, like Mike Tyson or shoot, just mm-hmm. anybody for real, it was about their knockouts. How they so. Roy Jones, like, it was about they knockouts, how they sold they knockouts, how they told you, like, I'm going to whoop your ass. And guess what? They did it. So, like, mm. I'm telling the world, like, I'm going to whoop their ass and I'm going to do it. Like, it ain't nothing else to say about it. Now, now what, what got us to that point? Like, the confidence, like, take us back. Like, how did you, what, like, were you born with this confidence? Did something give you this? It was a certain situation where you knocked somebody out, and then you got the confidence. Where did that come from? See, now listen to this. When I first started boxing, I was a kid. I was probably, like, seven, six. And, like, I was just getting in trouble in school all the time. Like, I was fucking up in school, and... They was like, man, we can't keep him. In. Like, it, it got to a point where they had to pick me up at, like, 11.30 for a half a day instead of me <laughs> carrying out with the rest of the kids at 3.30. I used to get out, like, let out of school half, like, early before all the other kids. So it was like, I was like, I don't know, bro. It just was shit. I knew I could. I it was like my anger built up in me so much. I used to just want to fight everybody. So I knew I was just, the, I just knew I was the shit. Like they, mm. they can't, they can't mess. Like can't nobody mess with me. I just can't wait until I fight somebody. Just put somebody in front of me. Mano, mano. So I'm come out so, on top. Nah, I, I love that mindset, Bolo. And I want to talk about, about that anger a little bit. Right. So like, let's rewind all the way back. So you, you're from Detroit, right? You train out of Detroit. You fight out of Detroit. Talk about just kind of where that anger. Yeah, born and raised, Detroit. You talk about where that anger stems from, like so. Listen, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. You know, a few hours away, but my wife is from Detroit originally, so I, she has uh, family out there. I've been out to, to Detroit multiple times to visit family, so I'm familiar with the city to an ex, to an extent. So I understand, like. There's a lot of good in Detroit, but it's also like a, a bad side, and, and there's a lot of a lot of crime, a lot of just negativity around the city as well. So, growing yeah. up in that as a young person, how how did that kind of impact you uh, and kind of steer you to become a boxer? Saying what really steered me into boxing more than anything, like when my family, Emmanuel and Sugar Hill, and my dad. They was like crunk, like I can't really put my name, like put like it's hard to say it because when they was when my family, like my family is crunk, so like they was they had their own gym, like my uncle he trained Tommy Hearns, mm. Mm. legend. <laughs> so like a legend, you get know what I'm saying? He was a legend, like a legend of Detroit, like. You walk around and you see Tommy Hearns, everybody want a picture with him. Like, no matter what, people still want a picture with him today. Right, like, yeah, he was yeah. a real, like, rock star, like, a real, like, he was that one for real. So, like, you will see, like, my uncle or you will see um, Tommy Hearns or you will see 
my cousin uh heal and they like they want pictures with these people or they want to be around these people and stuff like that and i would say like back in the day when i was a kid coming up or like nah shoot just i just i want to be like i want to have that pop star stardom you get what i'm saying right like that that lime like that shine on me like because i know if the people see me they'll be like oh yeah this somebody i want to follow this who this who i want to really like be in tune with know what the hell's going on in his life type thing like i that's that's what i always live for i wanted the light on me mm. you know what i'm saying like i want it on me because i know when i was a kid and stuff i ain't never had a light on me like i ain't had the, the stardom or like a lot of people Silver Spoon and have like, you know, just the everything already set up for them. So I'm I'm a person that come from nothing and I yeah I want the light on me. like put the light on me like y'all y'all got to see what I'm about for real for real you know what I'm saying. Hundred percent. Do you think for you now like the expectations are like even higher? You know what I'm saying of like having like so many great people like in your corner and seeing so many great people oh, come yeah. out of Detroit. Yeah, for sure. Like with with the people that that's in my corner, I know for sure I gotta hold myself accountable or at a higher stoop than than what is what is you know made already. You know what I'm saying? Like I gotta have, hold myself at the highest at the highest. Like and and I already know I I gotta I got a short temper. I'm an asshole. I can be an asshole at sometimes. I, I ain't gonna lie. I got a short temper. I can kind of get mad and at, in, in my own. You get, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know how you is. Like, you know how your mm -hmm. body is. Like, you don't never just be like, oh, I'm just a whole different person. Is that? No, you just know how you are. Like, you don't want to just steer nobody the wrong way or anything like that. But I'm with me saying that it's like it all just like. know how can I say it? It just all play a certain part or like a certain aspect of things. No, nah, that's real. This stuff is real, real. Yeah, like you just got. I just got to be me for real. That's what it's all about. Cause at the end of the day, nobody can be you better than you. So at the end, of, you know what I'm saying. So you should always try to be the best version of yourself. And I, I want to talk about that anger a little bit more. Cause like obviously in boxing, I'm not an expert. You know, so you can educate me. Tell me if I'm wrong. But just as a fan of boxing, I do know that. Okay. Anger can be used to your advantage, but also be used to your disadvantage if you're not controlling it. So how do you, how are you able to kind of manage that anger while you're in the boxing ring? Like if somebody get a good hit on you, I know that that might piss me off, you know what I'm saying? But how are you able to like, all right, stay locked in, stay focused on the task at hand? Okay, so listen to this. Oh yeah, I for sure be pissed when somebody hit me. But <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this. I, I actually be wanting a motherfucker to hit me so I can know what they possess, like what power they got. If I get hit by a motherfucker and they be like, they just like rock me, boom. And I be like, shit, that I, shit, shit, stay away from that one. That's that's not the way to go. Oh, best believe I'm going to stay away from like the left hand, the right hand, whatever it is that, that dazed me or stunned me or anything. But if you hit me and I know you like just not like that. Oh yeah, best believe I'm about to come tear you apart. Like it ain't nothing else to say, nothing else to go on. Like I gotta stop it. 
Love it. I love it. It's like I so, want to I mean, feel, I mean, feel what you can hit me with so I can just go ahead and hit you with these. Right. <laughs> I love it. What are we doing? What's our approach if we get into a ring with somebody who really throwing them hands? And you like, okay, this motherfucker fighting for real. Like, what we Oh, okay. All right. So when I first come into the ring, it's, I'm not uh, just automatically, I'm not never overthinking my opponent. Like, just like, man, I'm about to knock this nigga out and just keep it going or anything like this. Or I'm about to knock this person out and keep it going. No, I actually, like, think a little bit like, okay, you never know what they can. They can come out just winging them like, woo, 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 woo. And yeah. just, you know, catch you, clip right. you. You never know what can happen in boxing. Like, <laughs> it's going to be crazy. Like, I remember, like, watching, I ain't going to say I remember, because I just remember, like, watching films, and I was like, I used to watch Zab Judah, and he yeah. just got cracked. And it was like, dang, like, oh, my God, like, this Zab Judah, like, we ain't never think he was supposed to lose this first. Right, you know what I'm saying? A, like, a, a puncher's chance, though. Everybody got a puncher's chance. Everybody got a puncher's chance in this game. Like you can get hit with anything. That's what makes the game so fun. Like, like I be feeling like Mitch sometimes at this junk. Like, yeah. man, I be feeling like one of them ball playing niggas. You know, <laughs> like bird of man. You know, you he said, if I stop fighting, will they will they keep on loving me? <laughs> man, <laughs> when the crowd love you, man, they love you, bro. Oh, oh man, no, I definitely love it, man. So, uh, so, so tell me, man, what was that moment during your career? It, it could be amateurs, it could be in a pro, hell, it could be even during training. But like, what was that moment during your career where like you either knocked somebody out or just put on a really good performance and you thought to yourself like, okay, like, I, like I'm really that dude, like I, I can do this. When I really first knew it, uh. I knew when I won, like, okay, I went to, like, the, like, Junior Olympics. Mm. And I had went and I had got stopped. They stopped me in there. Like, like somebody stopped me. Like, he went to the body, went to the head. He did he did a great job. I even shot him out to this day because it ain't no bad blood. I know it's just at the end of the day, it's fighting. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This is all fighting. This guy, his name was Alexis Espino. He stopped me in the, in the amateur. So when he stopped me, I went back and I was like, man, I never get stopped ever again, like in no amateur show or nothing. Like I never go through no shit. Cause that shit had broke my heart. So I had went back into camp and got ready for the next uh like USA boxing thing. So we could like, you know, when you do USA boxing, you you can get like on like the Olympic team and stuff like that. So I'm trying to get on the Olympic team. I'm like 16, dang there, 17, something like that. So I go to fight, and I win my first fight. I win my second fight, and then they get to my third fight, and I go win my third fight. And it was like, that was the the biggest fight. Like, that was the biggest fight because I won the Western qualifier, and then I, I could go to the Nationals. So when I got to go to the Nationals, you get to go to the Nationals and actually get a chance to compete on the, like, the Olympic team, to fight on the Olympic team. Like, I thought that was just something so serious to me in my heart because for you to be, like, able to serve your country off just boxing, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. yeah, you can serve your country on the front line, but serve your country off, like, boxing or, like, running track or, like, swimming, 
that's a hell of a thing. Like, not a lot of people get to do that. It's a few people that get to do that. And then don't let it alone. You go out there and you really do super good and you get like a medal off of that. Right. That that's gonna take you to an even more elevation of, of your game for real. So I was just thinking, like, man, I had went to the to the junior Olympics. I mean, not junior Olympics to the Western qualifiers, and I had one. And I was like, hell yeah, like I know for sure this my calling. Like, I'ma do it. This it. Cause mm. I was really good at football. I was like, like how you mm. got that ball state jersey back there? Wait, hold on, what you what you what you know about ball? What you know about ball state? What you know about ball state? Oh my God, ball state was used. They used to call me all the time. Bro. Stop playing! Stop, hold on, we might change the whole conversation, God, Gordy. Stop playing, Gordy. I swear to God, I was gonna go to ball state on everything. <laughs> what you what you playing? Everything. What we playing? What position we playing? I was playing safety and corner. I, Ooh, I went on. You went you went you went to Cass Tech, didn't you? Yeah. You look you look you look like a Cass Tech. Cass, hey, hey Cass no, Tech was no. nice. They just got that, y'all, y'all got that quarterback. Y'all got that good ass quarterback who just went to uh, what he went to UCLA. No, no, that's King. That's King. That's King. Oh, that's King. King. They good that's too. King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. King nice. King nice. But look, I went to cast. I went to cast with like Donovan Peoples Jones, yeah, Kalen Gervin, oh. uh, Donovan Johnson, Rodney Hall, uh, Parker. Like I wanted to cast with a lot of good like guys that's in the league, like well, that's in the league and or in college. In college, right yeah. And, and Jermaine, like dog, I went to college, to high school with all these guys, and it was like, dang, like I also sometimes think about like, dang, like if I would have just continued on with schooling and stuff like that, I could have really just mm. did football. But I was just too, I was too caught up in my heart. And pride of being a fighter that it just took me over. I mean, I mean that's what I really want to do at heart. God got a plan, man. He put you in that direction, bro, for a reason. So yeah, everything happens for a reason. But shit, hey, I, I definitely wouldn't mind watching you though. I'm a, we both ball state alum, so and I play in the secondary, so it's always DBU over here. So yeah, bro. Like when I was when I was young, I swear to God, DB was my junk. Like <laughs> I was caught. Oh, I'm trying to tell you, I was cold. Only freshman on the varsity team, all that stuff. Oh shit! I was, I was cold. You was a cold, G man. You was a cold. <laughs> I, God, I was cold, bro. I'm messing with I you, was man. Coldest, like the coldest. Like me being uh, like in my class, it was like I didn't understand like why I didn't have all the offers that I really. Thought I was supposed to have, but I was right there, and I just was like, man, I didn't, I didn't care about school, and that's right. why I be trying to like yeah. preach to like my kids and like, like the kids, as in like all the kids that be in the gym with me and stuff. Like, yeah. man, y'all got to go to school, and y'all got to make sure y'all do y'all stuff. Y'all got to be on top of y'all grades and stuff like that. Mm. Right. Y'all got to be on top of y'all grades and stuff like that. So, like, y'all can have that chance. Like, I don't never ever not. That you for real do what they want to do, like that shit was crazy. That's real. Now nah, that's real, bro. And I'm glad you brought up, you know, kind of talking to, to the kids in the gym. Cause I wanted to ask you that, like again, growing up uh in Detroit, understanding just like how tough it, it can be to make it out. 
now that you you're in a position where you're fighting pro, you're you're seeing a lot of success. Do you kind of feel like an extra, um, I guess like weight, so to speak, to to make sure that you're being like somewhat of a role model to those kids in the area? Yeah, like my my top dog, Tony Harrison, he mm-hmm. was he was that role model for me. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like make sure like I shoot. Half the time I went to school, I went to school in the same shit. Mm. Like literally same stuff. He made sure I went to school with like fresh clothes on my back, shoes. Make sure I ain't had no busted shoes on or nothing like that. That's real, man. That's real. I, 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 I thank him for that, bro. Every day, like I literally like wake up and I literally be like, man, that man changed my life. I do anything in the world for him. Like he got my back no matter what, and I got his back. No, nah, that's real. That's real. For those of the Porch family who may not be uh uh real big into boxing, Tony Harrison is a is a is a beast in that boxing ring. Uh, formerly held the WBC light middleweight title. Uh, you know, had a big uh, big win against one of the Charlo brothers a couple years back. I mean, this guy is a uh, he's definitely a beast in the ring, man. And, and I know you train at at his gym, right? Super Bad Academy, right? Yeah. Talk about that, man, because, I mean, obviously you got Tony Harrison in there. You got Alicia Baum Gardner, who we had on our podcast last season. Shout out to the champ. About to, about to be oh, undisputed yeah. soon. That's, you know what I mean? That's like, that's like sis for real. You feel me? She, I Hopefully she let me get on her card that's coming up, and I'll be able to fight on her card. But I'm just waiting. Waiting mm-hmm. right now just, you know, for a little intel. We'll know very soon. <laughs> Hey, the bomb, if you listen in right now, hey, Gordy's no, ready. The bomb, the bomb is the bomb. Like, I remember the first time me and her, like, sparred. And, like, she hit me on my chin. I was like, bro, you a girl, but relax. <laughs> I was like, relax. You said chill. <laughs> like, relax, bro. You ain't got to hit that hard. Nah, the thing about her, man, she's so damn athletic and strong. Like, she's oh, ripped, man. like, from head to toe. It's like, man, like. Already, like, she athletic. Like, she's very athletic. strong for a girl, but I tell you this, don't slip up. Anybody, Ooh, just don't slip up against her. That, that is the wrong person to slip up against. I tell y'all that, nah. That three piece Three-piece spicy dart with a biscuit on the side on everything. <laughs> on everything, man. Now, let's go back. I do want to talk about, you know, your, your family, man. So, um, your cousin is actually your trainer, right? Sugar Hill Stewart. He's a legendary trainer. I know he's uh, formerly trained Tyson Fury. How important is he to, you know, to you and your career? He He's real important, like. He trained me ever since I was six years old. Like, when I was six, I didn't know nothing. He showed me everything, dang there, everything. And then, like, when I got back into boxing when I was, like, younger, like, 12, like, a little bit older, like, 12, it was like, it was like Tony was really handling me, but... He showed me everything. You know what I'm saying? Like he showed me how to throw my first jab. Showed me how to throw one, two, all these combinations that I know now. He showed me. Mm. So, so he kind of taught you just the foundation the of boxing. Got, yeah. yeah, he taught me the foundation. And then when I got the swagger, I got it from like Tony and stuff like that. I got my swagger from Tony. I ain't gonna. Lie. I was like, you know, 
swagger still in a little bit. You feel me? I got the two people that I always watch. Well, three people. It's like probably like Tony. I watch Jerron Ennis and I watch like Tank. Mm. But I love watching Floyd too. Floyd, my nigga, I really fuck with Floyd. Floyd was real. Got you. One that I always want to work with. I always want to work with Floyd. Like be a part of his like little camps. Yeah. And I always wanted to work with him. Oh, sorry. I mean, of course, undefeated. Man, I remember when I was a kid, and like when I was a kid, he was going against the Big Show on show on, on, on wrestling. On wrestling, hey, bro. He put them brass knuckles on and punched him. I was like, bro, whoever this guy is, I gotta follow him. Like, I, wherever he goes, and then he got to fight like Miguel Cotto and. and Oscar De La Hoya, I was like, bro, he the coldest, bro. Like Floyd is the coldest. I like that's one person I know. I gotta, I gotta run across him and I gotta see him and we gotta talk business for sure. Yeah, you you forget he also beat Canelo early in his career. You know, everybody looking at Canelo as as this great now, which he is. But people forget yeah. Floyd made you know Floyd made that light work. Floyd shut all that down. Floyd shut all that down. The media tried to make life hard for Floyd, but Floyd always managed to always come out on top. He always played his cards right to be able to be marketable and make himself an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? Like him being locked up. Like he came out the next year that that next after that three months, fought and, and did a hell of a job. Yeah. Right, that's real. All right, like you can even talk about yourself personally. Like, I guess, what are you more of? You like more of a student of the game? Or are you more skilled, or do you apply both? I would say I'm more of like a. I'm the hardest worker. I'm already a hard worker, so I know ain't nobody really gonna outwork me. It's more of a, a a hard work, and I'm a student of the game at the same time. Like I know I got skill. I got my own skill. I like make that edges on my own, but I know with that hard work and that that student of the game, where to put my punch or like how to punch right or make it where it really actually hurts. They that that carried me on a long way. You got like study your opponent, like a like a football team to study like an opponent. Is that like that? I'm I'm not studying no opponent. I'm not studying mm. no opponent. Don't even I will never ever look at an opponent because what if they come into the next fight and they, they bring you like some different stuff or like a different fight. Like no, nah, I'm straight. I'm just do what I do and they gonna keep perfecting me and I'm gonna beat you. Like it ain't no other no if ands or but about it. Like I watch film on like Floyd all day. I watch film on Tommy Hearns all day. I watch film on Jerry McCullen. Jerry McCullen is one of my favorite fighters. He was like Mike Tyson back in the day. Like a little mini Mike Tyson, but he was like fighting that like my way. He was fighting that my way. And he was really killing everybody. Right. 
that's crazy. That's interesting, though. I'm, I'm glad you're saying it. Like, just because it's, it's important to understand, like, a lot of times people focus on other things besides what they can do to win the fight or what they can do in a match. Um, like, even in football, sometimes you over overthink or overlook and look at yeah. too much, and then you forget about, you know, maybe breaking on the ball or backpedaling or doing something small that you can affect your craft. So, that makes sense, though. Like, it's still interesting to still go into a ring and not know what you're going for, though. Like, not with, not knowing what you can possibly see. Right. Man, you can go into a ring and somebody has switched a whole game plan up on you. They might come out the whole other, other stands <laughs> and be in a whole, like, I'd be like, oh my God, this shit is terrible. And the more well, the worst thing ever is a softball, bro. I hate softballs. Why is but that? I make them look easy though. This thing, softball, this is what they don't know about softball. Softballs are really like very tricky because they throwing their left hand just like how you throwing your right hand. Right. Like they trying to do the same thing you doing. Even ten t- on on a on an even bigger explosion, like they trying to throw the hard uh, harder punch even more, right? And I'd be like, man, bro, I don't have time for that, bro. You got to get out the way of this one, get out the way of that one. Then you got to back up. Like, man, oh my god! Now, 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 for the for the again for the listeners who don't know exactly what they did, explain what what a southpaw is. Southpaw is when you okay. Softball is when you fight left-handed, right? So your strong, your dominant hand is your left hand. So you, like, you find everybody, like, if you throw your hardest punch, it's going to be your left hand. And then your right hand is for orthodox. Yeah. Yeah, your right hand will be, your your right hand will be your jab hand. Your strong hand will be your left hand. Mm. So if you are orthodox fighter, your left hand will be your, your jab hand and your right hand would be your strong hand. Exactly. See, I fight orthodox. So when I go against like softballs, it just be like irritating instead of pissing me off. Like, man, fuck this shit. I damn near be like, man, I'm sure. I hang these gloves up for a minute and then I come back to this shit. Like, man, that shit. And I know y'all, y'all that feet, shit. y'all feet be always stepping on each other too. Yeah, you can always step on the other person's foot or you can trip. Or anything, bro, and then they, bro, just, don't let it be sparring, you know. Like, see where I come from, like, our sparring be actually intense. So, like, if you mess up and you might touch the ground, they'd be like, Oh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he touched the ground, like, oh my god, like, like, bro, I didn't mean to touch the ground, y'all just okay, bet. come on, bring it on. Like, he's like, you know he's like now, now I'm pissed off, yeah. <laughs> Nah, I definitely love that, man. What's your thought? What's your thought on like defense? Like, I know it's a lot of like offense, like a lot of home run hitters. You know what I'm saying? Tank. You know what I mean? You know, even Floyd had a couple, but Floyd is mostly known for being able to defend himself and protect himself. Like, so what's your thought on like defense? How important is that? See, defense for me, I was I was taught that defense for me is you be on offense. They you can't you can't never ever let nobody else get you if you on offense. Like you can't you ain't nobody else gonna score if you got the ball all day. That's a bar, Bolo. Say, say it again. Say it again, Gordy. Say it again. 
I think he froze up. Oh, G baby. Dropped the gym too. He dropped the gym and cut out. <laughs> he said, "Ain't nobody gonna score if you got the ball all game." That's real, Bolo. Nobody, you always got the ball. That's some real shit. Nah, that's man. some real shit. And, and I love it because, like you said, I mean, there's multiple ways to play defense. You mentioned Floyd. Floyd's a guy who he's actually playing defense. He, he's kind of <laughs> gonna sit back and let you do it. I, I think we got Gordy back. Are you back? Am I back now? You are yeah, back, bro. Okay, you all right. The gym. You dropped the gym Listen and then tried to leave out on us. I said, oh, you got to say it no, again. No, 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 no. Let me drop this gym one more time, man. Ain't nobody else going Ain't nobody else going to score the ball if you got the ball all day. Can I say something? Like, that's crazy. Thanks. If you got the ball all day, can't nobody else. I'm like Kobe in fourth quarter. Don't, don't even. My yeah. me, I'm just gonna do my thing. <laughs> you feel me? He got the mic poster up in the back. You feel me? Like comment. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Hey, my yeah. man, my man out there playing make it take it. <laughs> Easy. Gotta play like that. And that damn and then I'm thinking about boxing. That that means you damn near just gotta be two or three times in your competitor. You throwing the most punches. Like you, yeah, like if you throwing, if you throwing more punches, they gonna have to be on defense. If you throwing more punches than them, they gonna have to be on defense. They gotta worry about what you gonna hit them with. Mm. That's what makes it even more exciting. Like, dog, this shit, the, the way how the boxing world moves, it's just a, it's really crazy. But it's it's interesting. It's very interesting. Like, I, I can tell in your voice that, that you love it, man. And Bolo, I'm glad you brought up, you know, being in shape because I want to talk about the training aspect of boxing. Obviously, we're former football players and football training is crazy, but I know boxing is even crazier, man. So walk us through like a typical day for you. Like you like you get in the gym in the morning, start from there, like take us through your typical day of training. See, everybody look, y'all got to go watch my uh... – my my pre-fight day capture, my documentary. I had my guy Joe Coney, you feel me, shoot the video for me. He made it look right, like how uh, Kanye West and uh, Cootie, Cootie Experience did it and all that stuff. He made it look right. But I wake up 6 o'clock in the morning. You got to go run. You come back from 6 o'clock in the morning, run, probably around like 7. You lay down until it's gym time. Gym time probably be around like 11 o'clock. Get up at 11 o'clock, go to the gym, you know, work out, boom. Gym time probably done around 1 o'clock. So you'll probably like leave the gym at 1. I leave the gym, then I probably go to like my last workout, probably be like strengthening in the day. And that like around like 6. And I do strengthening around like either 6 or 7. And you know, just keep it at float and that's an everyday routine until the fight every day three workouts a day that's three days i i remember shoot i used to do three days when i was in football but it wasn't like how boxing was like boxing is more especially for me because like see me i'm hurting i gotta lose weight to fight mm. like people be having to gain weight or something else i have to lose weight to fight i ain't gonna give you all the sauce on how how many times i be losing because i be thinking all they they be spilling from me mm. they be stealing how to do it and everything so then they're gonna start trying to go low in weight and stuff 
but you gotta lose weight fight so me i lose weight and i lose a good amount a good amount of weight just to fight at 154 that's tough that's tough you gotta be disciplined it's all it's all that stuff you gotta eat right bone low you gotta sleep right you gotta gotta eat right sleep right make sure you use the bathroom right like it's a lot of stuff that play a part in that stuff man that's what people don't understand, but boxers, we probably most sacrifice, like we sacrifice the most mm. in, in all of this. Was there ever a point early in your career when you first started learning like what it takes to be a boxer that you thought about like, man, like I, I might not be built for this or like this is too much. Like, do you ever think about quitting at any point? No, it yeah, like it be them times where I'd be like, man, I'm I don't want to do this shit no more. Mm. I just be like, I be having my times, and I just be like, man, this shit just getting hard. And it don't even be because of the like boxing aspect. It be probably because like me finding fights or me having to fight at this person and they back out or something like that. Mm. It just be like, man, I'd be like, man, I'm done with this shit, man. Then it be like, shit, like boxing just be on some bullshit, just period. Like I just, I mean, boxing be on school shit. Like if I could have just went to school and did my right shit, I would have went to school and did my right shit. But today I got, I got into what I wanted to do. I, I'm into what I love doing. And that's boxing. Like, I'm happy my people, like, my people was all in it. It's like everything played out the way it did, so I can be in boxing. You know what I'm saying? Then with shit, just working out, it just be like, it just be a lot, bro. Boxing is just. She, it's a given. It's a love hate relationship. Like right. my biggest thing in boxing is my biggest problem is eating. Like I don't know what the fuck it be, but I'm like a motherfucking refrigerator, bro. Like I can eat all day. Put some shit like, back. All... What you be eating, G baby, out there in Detroit? What you be eating on that Coney Island? What you be eating on that Wing Ding or that Chicken Peter? Man, don't some lamb chops or something, man. I'm trying to tell you, I literally got a plate of food right here, right now with me. He can't wait to eat that. So as soon as he got the porch, you about to undo that. Hold on, Bolo. Anytime the food come wrapped up in the in the in a bag like that, you know it's hidden. You know it's hidden. You know that shit about to be something serious. It's something serious, bro. I'm trying to tell you. And it is so crazy. Like I literally eat so much, and then I just get like. Everybody, shh. I get so big, and, and I have to lose all the weight and just come back down. And then I just like, yeah. have to be disciplined in my mind, like, bro, this is what I want. This is what I like. Every day, I used to have dreams about this shit. Like, I had dreams about being world champ, WBC, IBF, WBO, WBA champion. Like, it, it all come back into my mind. Like, man, you. You way better than this. Like, forget all that food. It's time to lock in and get this shit for. So this is a tough. That's real. And that's and that's and that's some real shit. Just because 
I always talk about the community people who are, you know, continuing to grow um, in their careers and being successful. A lot of people don't know what it takes uh -huh. to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people yeah. don't sit back and just see the steps that it takes and the sacrifices people make to get to that point. Like you don't really love something until you're really sacrificing for something. Like everybody want to do something. Okay. Somebody, they don't really want to work and sacrifice to get to that point. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. so my question, my question was. Uh, like why? Like my, my world why? Just because everything that I want to do and complete, I gotta have an explanation behind it. Like why? So for you, what's like the why? Like why do it? I want I want that legacy. Like I don't even give a fuck about the money. Like honestly, I really don't. It's about the legacy. Like my grand, like me, not my granddad, but. Well, my uncle was like uh, a Hall of Fame trainer. He was a Hall of Fame trainer, bro. Like, I know I got something from him. I know I got some gems from him where I could know, like, to carry it on. And shoot, you never know. I might be a Hall of Fame trainer. Or I'll be a Hall of Fame boxer. You know what I'm saying? Both, maybe. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? I'll be both. But my next thing is, shoot, like, I got a lot of kids that look up to me. Like, when I be seeing them kids in the gym, they be literally coming up to me like, man, when's the next time you fighting? Or can I come out and walk out with you? Or can we get some work in? Like, anything like that, that jump be like, it be like touching my heart because then it be like, I got to put on for these kids. I got to put on for my city dang there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of stuff that go on in my city where it be like, tough to just accept it you know what i'm saying like you just gotta you gotta go on through it you gotta just pitch on your big boy pants and go right through it and that shit is gonna be it you That's know what real. I'm saying? like i wish i could like take every kid in with me just to work them out and just shoot believe in their dreams like somebody believed in my dreams i want them to i want to believe in their dreams just like somebody believed in my dreams Man, Cause that's all it takes. Now nah, you right, bro. That, that's all it takes, man. A lot of us grow up in situations where we, we didn't have a lot, grow up in hoods and could have went this route. And then it just took man, one person I to believe up, in you and it changes everything. I'm, oh. I'm telling you, I grew up on seven mile and steel, bro. I literally, as a kid, I didn't, I never thought of playing football. I never thought of, well, I thought of boxing, but I was really, I wanted to play basketball. I wanted to be a basketball player. I wanted to be out there like, Mike, but it just it didn't fall out like that. Like as I got older, it showed me how much I was supposed to be in basketball. I should have been in basketball hard. Like just like how I'm in boxing, I should have been in basketball hard. But I'm in boxing. So I'm in boxing hard and I gotta be in boxing hard. I can't be in basketball hard when I'm in boxing hard. Right, you, you got you got to pick your lane and, and go and go all yeah, out. You got to pick your lane and just go all out in it. Yeah, that's real, bro. That's real, man. And it's huge that you, what you're doing, man. Like you said, for the kids, even if it's just you in there training yourself, you never know. Like the yeah, kids just seeing you having that 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 access and just seeing you work, mm -hmm. how inspirational that could be to them. And the more man, success bro, you have, yeah. the more they're gonna believe in themselves. You know what I'm saying? That push a kid a long way. Just seeing what you doing, like kids looking at what you doing they 
you know how like they gonna take that memory and they and they mind forever, forever, bro. They gonna be like, dang, I remember when I watched him get ready for his this fight right here, and he was literally every day in here grinding, making sure he was running, he was doing pad work, he was in the bag, he was doing the speed bag, he was doing everything, and he was getting ready for his fight. I remember that. Real, bro. Like I remember that when I was with Tony, like when I used to watch Tony do stuff, like I was like, dang, I remember when he was doing this, I remember when he was doing that. Like the way how he schooled me into the stuff, I gotta school with everybody else. Into it. Yeah, that's what's all about, Bolo. You know what I mean? Like you you have an OG or whatever who passed some gems down to you, look out for you, yeah, and you right. gotta pass that thing down to the next person. They pass, pass it down, and we just person. keep passing down. That's how we continue to grow as people, man. So Gotta love that, bro. Gotta love that. So, so like, let's take a step outside the ring real quick, man. So, like, we know about you in the ring. You G, baby. You believe in the knockout. You you believe in being on the offensive. You know what I'm saying? You don't like southpaws. It's hard for you to lose weight. We know about all the stuff in the ring. But when you outside of the ring, what what, what does Gordy like to do for fun? Like, who are you outside of the ring? Oh, I like the part. Like, <laughs> I was about to say I like to party, but at the end of the day, I like to. I'm like I'm a big music head. I like music. I like movies. I just like be chilling. Like I don't really need a big group of friends. Like my circle is very small. Like I say, like I like to party, but I like to party with my friends. Gotcha. Like I don't like to party with with other individuals or like go out like me and my friends can literally go out bowling and that's a party to me it's a good ass time yeah you know what i'm saying like i'm nice I'm bowling too looking. i'm pretty nice on the bowling i ain't gonna lie to you man bowling Bro, i swear to god i'll I tell you a lot on bowling we gotta go I, oh no I, I we, we might have set it up I will fly to your state and go bowling with you. Bro. Look, Darnell, Split. look, you see, you see his, you see his shoulders. He big as hell. He be rolling with like an eleven, strongest. Thirteen, thirteen. Man, yeah. I'm rolling with a fourteen. You ain't rolling with a fourteen. <laughs> you ain't rolling with a fourteen. I look, look, look. My go, my ball go from this end to this end to this end. I'm telling you, be curving you. the joint. Man, I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. So I'm, it's like that was my thing. Be like, shoot, I can just. I don't need all the people like I don't need everybody around me to have fun. Yeah, no, I like having fun, fun, just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Like I make my own lane. That's how shoot. A lot of people in Detroit always did that shoot. You your own, you your own party. You gotta be your own party, man. I, Cause when it's time to get into another another gear and go back into training camp, everybody that was partying with you ain't going to be with you. Hey, I'll tell you that now. They're not going to be with you. That's you got to just go ahead. You got to have your own your own little circle. Your own little circle. The people that's with you, man, they got to be with you through thick and thin. And they they always going to be there. I'm trying to tell you, I don't care about going out to no nightclub, no none of that. The gym is the club. You know what I'm saying? Like anything you could do at the club, you could do in the gym. That's true. For the most part, you could. I mean, you really think about it. I mean, you can listen to music, you can dance, 
You can turn up. And you feel me? I I know how to cut the rug pretty good. Like, you know, ballroom and all that stuff. You cutting the rug? I'm pretty good. I try to catch you off. I don't know what this is called, but I, I know in Detroit, it's something y'all be doing. Uh, the blade dance. What's it called? It's the blade dance. It's called the blade? I be trying to. Blade. It's called the blade. My, my shorty be doing I said, my girl from Detroit. I said, like, baby, what, what is that called? She be hitting that thing. I'm like, okay, I like that. Did you hear that? I gotta like that. <laughs> it's kind of hard, Bolo. And I need, I need to buy me some buff. I need some buff. Put the buffs buff. on it and hit it. Get you some buffs and do the blade dance. You a real Detroit player when you do that. I'm trying to tell you. Damn. Like, I'm into like music. Like my favorite artist right now is really like, like Babyface Ray. Yeah. Uh, I mess with Doug. Doug, me and Doug got like a relationship like this. Like he like my dog for real. Like anybody in the industry, I mess with Doug the most. Uh, who else I mess with? Tell bro, tell bro, pull up to the porch. Tell him pull up to the porch. I got you. <laughs> I mess with V's. Yeah, V's. I like V's a lot. V's hard GT. Uh, what's a lot of people that I, that's not in the city that I mess with? I mess with Mozzie, Mozzie, yeah, Mozzie, nice, Mozzie, nice, Mozzie, hard, Icewear Vezo, he hard, Peasy, hard, yeah, we uh, locked in, SBR, yeah, Peasy, that's my baby. He he was supposed to walk me out for my last fight, but we had some good contract issues with like the place where I was fighting at. They ain't want to ever let that shit slide, but he'll be out for my next one. For sure. Uh, Yellow Beezy. Yellow yeah. Beezy. Texas in the building. Yeah, like, I mess with a lot of music. Music. And then don't make, don't let me get to my, like, soft side. My, like, you know, my my little feminine side. You feel me? I could turn into, like, a little Donnell Jones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bolo. Hey, I know Bolo love that. Bolo love the soft shit. I fuck, hey, Carl Thomas. Donnell Jones. Carl Thomas. Everything. I'm trying to tell you, Carl Thomas Emotional is one of my favorite songs ever. Luke the Bandross ever, like going crazy. I'm trying to tell you, y'all some old young niggas. Hey, <laughs> I let, sure me, let, me you, let me ask you this since you're from the D, right? BMF about to come out. How big of an influence was that on, on y'all in Detroit? BMF, BMF. No, like my mom used to tell me, like they was real serious. Like I ain't gonna tell you the story, just the A stories back then. But they say BMF was very, very serious. Like I want to meet Lil Meech, Lil Meech. Um, yeah, Lil Meech. I'm trying to think. It was uh, it was a story that my sister used to tell me. But I used to be around Lil Meech when they used to throw like the big old little block parties. With Blade Icewood and uh, Big Blade on like Seven Mile and stuff, so I used to be at like the little big old block parties. He used to have like block parties. They used to be like shutting the whole block down, like mm. literally like ice cream trucks used to be out there, bounce houses used to be out there, barbecue, everything. Like in Detroit, everywhere is really a family. It's about if you go in that family part, like that area. Like it's like I'm from Seven Mile. So, like, if you come into the Seven Mile area and you just on some bullshit, oh, yeah, Seven Mile niggas going to get on your ass. I'm but if you chilling, though. All, yeah. We all a family on Seven Mile. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know the Parkers down the street. I know the, the Coopers around the corner. I know the Johnsons 
down the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know everybody. And then, like, it's just that's how I go in every every area, like from seven mile to six mile to Finkel to Puritan. And then you got to just come into their, their area and just be like, shoot, I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? Like, you just got to pray, give everybody, you know, hospitality and love, just like how they would for you. You know what I'm saying? That's real, man. Seven mile, better mile, man. You got to love and it. Been a man <laughs> since a child. <laughs> they don't know. Oh, man. Well, let, let's move on to our final segment of the show, Bolo, our quick hitters. These are just our, some of some random fun questions that we ask all of our guests. And we're going to hear what you okay. got to say. Bolo, you want to get us started with the first one and then I'll jump in? All right, here we go, baby G. Greatest boxer of all time and why? Greatest boxer of all time? Yep. Floyd. Gotta be Floyd. Easy. CBE, you can't even beat him. It's like you can't beat him, but like you just can't beat him. I I always been a Floyd fan since I was a kid. So come on, next. He's an easy back. All right, I got a hard one for you. You brought this up a little earlier. Who has the best lamb chops in Detroit? Talk to me. Oh, Pantheon. Uh, we ain't gonna speak on what the rest of Pantheon is, but Pantheon Strip Club, they got the coldest lamb chops in this city. No, now, hold on, real quick. Hold on, Bolo. <laughs> hold on. We had Alicia Baumgartner on last it's season. He said she loved, the, she said the Detroit Strip Club has the best lamb chops. So they it must got be Pantheon. Food. Don't even say lamb chops, they have the best food. Damn, y'all got me going trying to drive down to Detroit just to get a plate. Detroit got this some good food. food. I don't know if they number one, though. I don't know if they number one. No, we probably number one on that. I'm in L.A. with it. There's so many options out here, though. I don't know. Like, I don't I'm know. trying to tell you, forget L.A. Just come down, get some lamb chops from Pantheon, and you can be like, that's it. That's the one. Bolo, we're going to pull up to Detroit. We're going to do an episode live in Detroit after live, the show. Live episode. Me, you, G-Baby, Tony Harrison. Uh 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 At the least, bomb. Yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna take you we gonna take you to Pantheon. Stop playing with me, G baby. Stop playing. I swear to God, that's gonna be lit. It's that official. Be lit. It's, it's official. official. It's set. Bring your ones. There you go. Bring your ones. Don't even say no more. <laughs> Bring your ones. Don't say nothing else. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, Bolo. You next. You next. Okay, best. So finish this statement in year one. Gordy Russ the second will be. I want to say I undisputed, but I know they ain't coming no time for a little minute until they really start talking that real stuff. I know who got all the belts right now. You feel me? Yeah, it's, it's a big mind thing, but shoot. You're one. I'm going to be the most popular boxer i want to be pay-per-view star you know what i'm saying i'm the most popular boxer in the game i love it get it i love that mindset he just spoke it bolo it's in the air now out there it's in the air once you say it hey everybody to be on me like what is he doing i want people to wake up like man whatever he doing i got 10 times more than what he doing because i want to be in front of him I love it. I love it, man. I got well. I got one more for you. This is a this is a this or that. You got to pick one. You brought up the food. You see, I'm a big dude. I love food, so I got to ask you this: Coney Island or Hungry Howie's? Coney Island, Hungry Howie's. Which one are you picking? 
Look, I don't know if everybody know about this. See, I'm a real food sorry. But I don't know, bro. Uh oh. Look, I, I got him stuck. Hey, I got him stuck, bro. <laughs> look, I've been I be eating like skillets from like Coney Island. Yeah. And skillet is like hash brown pudding in with whatever meat you want Egg, with peppers, it. Peppers, onions, yeah. With yeah. Hot sauce, ketchup. Actually, got me I'm trying to tell you right now. If you go to Hungry Howie's and ask for a, a steak and cheese sub, oh, a steak and cheese sub, bro, them bitches to call with it. <laughs> Put me on. Hold on, hold on. I'm mind blown right now. Hungry Howie's is a pizza spot, Bolo. And they pizza spot, they eating. crust got flavor in the crust. So you eat the pizza, I'm not eat even, the crust. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not even getting pizza. I'm not thinking of a pizza. He said he ain't getting pizza at the pizza spot. I'm not even thinking of a pizza. It's a sub. You ain't touching a pizza? I'm not even thinking of a pizza. It's all about the sub there. Say it one more time. You, you said a what? A steak and what sub? So Bolo, we got we got our full itinerary. We're gonna fly out to Detroit. We gonna we gonna watch we gonna watch them train at Super Bad Academy. Yeah, you're yep. done training. Go get some lunch. We're gonna go to Hungry Howie's, get the get the sub. I do get a sub. We're gonna go back, go back to the private crib, chill for a minute, see the family, meet the family on seven mile. You know what I'm saying? Just hang out, change to our fit. We going to Pantheon. Easy. Lamb chops throwing ones. There you go. Easy. Let's get it. Easy money, man. Easy money. G baby, bro. Hey, it's been a pleasure having you on, man. Before we let you go, this is your time, man, to kind of shout out anything you got going on. You got an upcoming fight. You got some stuff you want to promote. Or you just want to let people know where they can find you on social media. This is your time to, to talk to the Porch family and let them know. Oh, uh, man, the Porch family, man. Y'all can find me at uh, on Instagram at GordyRest underscore II. You put me that stamp for the second right there. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at underscore underscore underscore. And shoot, man, we looking to shock the world, man, like Ali. I'm gonna keep it going and, and just take over, man. Next fight probably being probably like February or something like that. Uh, hopefully we get something lined up very soon. Uh, I just want to shout out everybody that just supported me and had love for me. I want to shout out Tony and shout out, shout out, shoot, shout out God first, man. Shout out God, man. God, without God, none of this would be possible, man. For honestly, like Amen. He made a lot of this happen for me, man. I'm blessed. I'm extremely blessed. I want to shout out like my mom, my dad, my nana, uh, my sisters, uh, my brothers, uh, all the kids that be around me. Uh, Shoot, I want to shout out Tony. I want to shout out LJ Harrison, uh, Mama Ali, just my super bad family, Lance, Marco, Al, Bass. I just want to just, you know, show love to everybody that, you know, don't get their flowers. But, shoot, we know they play a part in my in my career. 
I love that it, brother. Shit. I love it. And we can't forget about Auntie Latrell. Shout out to her. Man, Come yeah, on now. Man, Auntie, there you go, man. She <laughs> she deserves, she bring me my meal every time <laughs> after <laughs> every fight. I mean, just every weigh-in after every weigh-in. She she right there, like hand, like food in hand, hot as hell. You, 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 still got, you still got the glove on. You ain't took the glove off yet. Man, the the plate may be hot as hell, but it's in her hand. And when it touched my hand, it's hot as hell. Like, man, bro, she she played a very big part, bro. Like, and a lot of people don't know this. Like, when I was young, I was I got locked up and everything. She was the first person that was on my case to try to get me out. Like, I was remanded and everything. She was trying to get me out of jail. When I was a kid, like she a rebel, man. Listen, the first time the I realest. talked, to, not not to change subject real quick. I know we gotta go, but when I first time I, t- I spoke with, with 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 I called her Auntie Latrell. We ain't we ain't even met yet. We just talked on the phone a couple times, and it just was like look, it, it felt like family. Like I'm talking to man, her, and I'm like, I feel like I've been knowing her for for years. So I'm like, man, had to shout her out before we hopped off the porch, man. But, bro, you said something, man, that me and Bolo definitely appreciate. You got to give it up to God because without God, nothing would be possible. We start off every podcast always Amen. making some type of note or gesture or saying something about God, and you just ended the show off the same way, man. You see how you see how good energy just connects? Man, it's about it's always about good energy, bro. If you don't got good always. energy, it's, you ain't going to go nowhere, man. You got to have that good energy, man. There it is, Bolo. There it is, Bolo. It is. Hey, we did it. 2023, energy and love. We got our dog, G-Baby, on the porch. We appreciate it, brother. Hey, make sure you follow us, The Porch Podcast underscore on Instagram. And also, listen to us, man, wherever you get your podcast from. We on there. And shout out to Caffeine. You know what I mean? So, hey, like we always end the show, it's 2023. Oh, hold on. Before we end the show, y'all, got to say uh, speedy recovery to DeMar Hamlin. Um, you, you guys were watching what happened. Um, obviously he went in cardiac arrest, got hit in the chest, went down and went to the hospital. And, you know, obviously he's fighting for his life and everybody watched football and, you know, it's a game that we all love, but you know, them, them, them men out there risking their lives, uh, you know, every Sunday, Saturday on all levels. So prayers up to him, prayers up to everybody, you know, as you know, you guys finish the season or head into the next season. Uh, stay safe out there. Happy 2023. Go get your goals, y'all. Shout out to my dog, D-Nail, your boy, Bolo. And always make sure the best you is the best you. And we out. Peace. Started on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put in work. Every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we needed. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't gotta greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. What do we bleed? Came from the jungle, we humble but hungry and hunt and defeat. People don't want us to leave. They love us and rush to the bus when we run in the streets. Thinking we stun in the sea We came from nothing to something Now up in the lead Now we ain't coming in peace Hunting for blood and to crush everyone in the league We got a reason We put in work every day of the week Every month, every season So many schemes Had to go off for the team We gave our all and succeeded Came from the deep end Warming up pots, cooking ramen At times that was all we was eating Now we be feasting Five star restaurants every week Whole teams ripped the cloth in the seams They looking hard when we step on the scene Call us out cats, we so fresh and so clean Hand about cats, please don't ask for a meeting Just hit the stoop out the spaz on the beat Nah, it ain't rude if you ask for the feet Just play it cool when I tax you the feet We need a pool in the back with a cord and a board To go jump off and splash for the heat 
Live for the day cause the past can't determine the future or where you gon' actually be Keep staying presence, our presence a blessing, it's all that we have and we actually need I'm taking action with passion, detaching the ones who keep acting attached to leech I am no pastor but actually preaching, look up these letters and actually read That was where it all began, had to put in work, every day we got it in We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it, we make it look easy, we achieving everything we needed Now we undefeated, if we link, no it's only business, if we get to speak and leave them speechless I did things for free but now it costs to see me, when you see me, you ain't gotta greet me Just don't block the sneak me, I'ma see it, I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated Presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.